Hey, everybody. I'm Spackler. She's Lacey Underall. He's Ty Webb. No, that ain't it. He's Judge Smales. She's Maggie. I'm Al Cervic. No, that ain't it either. This ain't Caddyshack. This is Vikings Report through and Ted. Drewster, how are you? Hey, Ted, how are you? <laughs> Another great 80s film tonight, Ted. The great Caddyshack. Oh. Caddyshack. It's all about swinging. Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Ah! Hey, I should have stayed home and played with myself. You know, we were looking at our movie list of TV shows and stuff. We kind of keep a list and we try not to repeat it. Couldn't believe we hadn't done Caddyshack. It's an absolute classic movie. That's a shocker, although we've done a lot of movies with Bill Murray and Roddy Dangerfield. We yeah. did Back to School and everything, yeah. but it's a great movie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 103 of Vikings yeah. Report. Yeah. Ted, as we sit here on this beautiful Saturday afternoon in Chester, Taylorfield, Missouri, we are going to watch the Vikings tonight against the Cards. Yeah. And we are 15 days away from kicking off the regular season. Can you believe it, brother? 15 days, Ted, not 50. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> we got it two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Hey, every one of you is here for a reason, for a purpose. We wanted you here. We brought you here. You have a gift. Bring that gift to the table today, man. Finish every block. Hey. Finish every tackle. Hey. Finish every play. Hey. Finish the damn game. Let's oh, go. 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 Vikings on three, one, two, three. Right. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about a fresca? Oh. Huh? <laughs> We've almost made it. We're like that ball sitting on the edge of the cup when the bombs are going <laughs> off at the end. <laughs> so I uh, jump ship in Hong Kong and make my way over to Tibet. I try to catch out over there as a looper. So I jump ship in Hong Kong. And I make my way over to Tibet, and I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalaya. A looper? A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Just to catch NFL football. <laughs> Cinderella's story. He's got about 350 <laughs> yards. Cinderella kid. A hush falls over the crowd at the Masters. Oh, it's in the hole! <laughs> oh, he got all of that one. Oh, he got all of that one. <laughs> Had all the stars in that movie, and that was kind of Rodney Dangerfield's big coming out. There's too many to put on here, but we'll run a couple right now. Little Rodney. It's always good to hear Rodney. <laughs> oh, somebody stepping a duck. <laughs> oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? I'll tell you, this steak still has marks where the jockey was hitting. Oh, this is your wife. Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby, you're all right. You must have been something before electricity, huh? Tremendous, tremendous movie. I don't know if we got any millennials or Gen Zs that watch us. I hope they do and just laugh at the old guys every week. And by the way, we're not boomers. We're Gen Xers. Gen X didn't have a nurturing childhood. We were abandoned emotionally and physically. And that made us tough as shit. But be that as it may, if you haven't seen Caddyshack, go watch it. What about Ted Knight? Oh, <laughs> Judge Smales. Gambling at Bushwood is illegal, sir. I never slice. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir. And I never slice. It's a combination of Kentucky bluegrass and something sarsaparilla. The great thing is if you go play 36 on it and come home and just get stoned at the bejesus off it at night. The amazing stuff about this is that you can play 36 holes on it in the afternoon, take it home and just get stoned at the bejesus belt 
that night on his stuff. So, come on! <laughs> That's one you can watch over and over. Yeah. You know, for all the years I spent in the military, and guys, if you've been in, you know all you do, like when you deploy or go to the field or whatever, you watch movies. License to kill gophers by the government of the United Nations. I got one more tidbit, and then we'll move on. All right. Kenny Loggins did the soundtrack. Harold Ramis didn't want Kenny Loggins. He wanted his first choice, which was Pink Floyd. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Really? Harold Ramis said, I need to get Pink Floyd to do the soundtrack for this film. But Pink Floyd was touring The Wall, which was a big album for them in 1980. Yeah. And Roger Waters said, I'd love to, but we don't have time to get to it. And Kenny Loggins had a pretty big hit with that, you know. Yeah, Kenny Loggins was like the, the movie soundtrack hit guy. I mean, he did that. He did Top Gun. He did... Footloose. Footloose, he did over the top with Stallone, that arm wrestling movie. I saw that. Gotta drink some motor oil. <laughs> I normally say hello to Ruby here. She's got like some technical difficulties right now. She'll have it figured out later. But Ruby, we just want to say hi. I hope you're doing well. Uh, hi. You talking to me? All right. So look, real quick before we get going, as always, we want to tell you about our internet affiliate, Purple Pain Forms. That's purplepainforms.com. Ruby, throw the quick promo up. There are two places you should probably want to go to to get all your Vikings news and information. One of them is this show right here. The other one is Purple Pain Forms. That's purplepainforms.com. It is the best Vikings message board website conversation room on this here World Wide Web. You could go to 100 other sites, but Purple Pain Forms is the best. They have a lot of contests. They have a lot of great information. They have a bunch of great contributors that give site-only articles and information that you won't see anywhere else. Great group of people to talk with. It's nothing like regular social media. So go to Purple Plane Forms, great site, well-moderated. Check it out. The other website I'd like to talk to you about real quick is vikingsreport.com. That is our little humble corner of the internet. Ruby's worked about 100 hours to make sure that website's up and running. We got over 100 gifts in our store, I think. We've got contests coming up. So go check out vikingsreport.com. It's got a link to Purple Pain Forums, other appearances and shows we've been on, a link to the Vikings Prize Vault that Ruby and Drew do a great job of maintaining. So Purple Pain Forums, vikingsreport.com. Go check it out. Go check it out! All right. Again, over on Purple Pain Forums, some great stuff going on. The training camp thread, the moderators put together, they kind of collect all the information that goes on after the end of each practice they find on social media, different articles that you'll find on the web everything else, and they put it on that one thread that you can get caught up if you don't like to traverse like a bunch of different social media sites or you don't have accounts to all these different Vikings outlets. You can catch everything that's important there on that website. The great thing for us that one of the things we love the most about this show, you know, we talked about the prize vault that we have at VikingsReport.com. Why do we have the prize vault? Because we like doing contests. And one of the contests we do, Drew's done, since the very first year we started doing that, and that's the Rook Dog Challenge. Drew, tell everybody about the Rook Dog Challenge. What's all that about? The Rook Dog Challenge is the easiest way for you to win a hundred bucks. Matter of fact, we're gonna bump it up this year to 125. Woo! Rook Dog Challenge. Some of you know about it, and the new people may not know about it, but all you have to do is name the NFL Rookie of the Year on offense and Rookie of the Year on defense. Put your predictions in the comments below. We will ledger them and keep them. It closes opening day, Ted. When you say opening day, that Thursday night opener or the first Sunday? We'll go with the first Sunday because the Vikings open that day. Okay, all right. You have until the Vikings kick off to get your name in the Rook Dog Challenge. Like I said, give us your picks. One offense. 
one defense, and if those players hit at the end of the year, it will be 125 bucks to you. Put the comments down below. You've got this week and you've got next week. Again, NFL Rookie of the Year offense and defense in the comments here and the comments in the show next week. Ruby will put them on our website, vikingsreport.com. She'll have a section for our contests, and you can see who has selected what offensive and defensive players they think will be Rookie of the Year. Can't change once you enter. Yeah, that's it. So if the guy you pick, sadly, like Lewis Seen, you know, he had a broken ankle early in the season last year. If that happens, you know, you're kind of out of luck. But the good thing is it doesn't cost you any money. It's free. We always do free entry here. Free. There's, we, don't, we don't do subscriptions here. All right. The other contest we're going to do, we've also done every year. It's one of my favorite things we do about the show during the regular seasons. It's our fantasy football contest. So every week, Drew, Ruby, and I will pick a quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, and that will be our team for the week. Once we have picked those players, we can't pick them again. We can only pick those players one time. It's a standard PPR scoring format for us, and you guys get to pick or, or predict who you think has the best team that week. If you win, you get one point. Or if you pick the correct team between myself, the 12th son of the llama, Drew, or Ruby, <laughs> you get one point. The person that has the most points at the end of the year is going to win what prize, Drew? I think it's pretty cool. Brand new, spanking new Antoine Winfield, Minnesota Vikings stitched jersey. A stitched Antoine Winfield, Minnesota Vikings jersey. Not the press-on iron stuff, not the cheap no. stuff. The real, legit, yes, stitched embroidered, jersey. Embroidered all the way. It's a brand new jersey. That will be first place. And then we're going to pay out second and third this year. But those prizes will be... At a later date, we'll announce them. We'll announce those out. But the grand prize is the Antoine Winfield stitched jersey. We were going to give that away on draft night, but you know we couldn't do the draft. I had to go to that funeral, sadly. But pound for pound, the best tackler in Minnesota Vikings history. Minnesota Vikings great. Ohio State Buckeye legend Antoine Winfield jersey. And even if you forget to play for a couple weeks, get back into it. The winner only had like nine last year or something. Nobody runs away with this in the, what, three years we've been doing this? Nobody has run away with this game. So play along. Don't lose out on a chance to win this great jersey that Drew and Ruby acquired. So fantasy football, Rook Dog Challenge, get your entries in now. With that, before we get going, Drewster, what time is it, amigo? Ted, I'm cooler than you are. So why don't you fix your little caddy shack and light this candle? He's right. I'm having the best game of my life. Light this candle. It's the final countdown. All right, I'm cooler than you are. Why don't you fix your little problems and light this candle? He's right. Let's light this candle. He surely is. Light the candle. Yes. Resume the countdown. All right, so we've kind of talked about the second preseason game. The Vikings lost. I, I really don't care. I, I, I don't. For God's sakes. There is no God. The Vikings don't play their starters. They are using it as an evaluation tool for down roster guys. Najee Thompson, I think, has secured himself a roster spot based on a special teams play, which is a guy no one really saw coming, I think, when training camp started. Fantastic special teams. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. It's just been great on special teams. My friend, one guy that has not been impressive at all these first two preseason games is offensive lineman Oli Udo. Yeah, what do you think? It's really, uh, it's really awful. 
Holdy Udo? Holdy Udo. Holdy Jesus. Why can you not make a block? I got to give Nick Howard credit for hold, Holdy Judo. <laughs> Is he going to make the roster? See, I thought he was better at tackle last year. He was terrible at guard two years ago. He was okay at tackle. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's just a hot mess right now. But he's one of those guys that can get it together and string off a bunch of weeks when he's playing good. He's a reserve. I don't particularly think he's going to make the team. It's pretty easy to replace a Udo on your depth chart. I mean, what is he, fourth year now? Third? Uh, fourth, Third or fourth year, yeah. He's got the build. He looks like uh, like Walter Jones from the Seahawks or something. He's a <laughs> he's huge a big dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but he was getting beat like a gimpy turnstile, Ted. <laughs> It was not good. It was not good with Udo. I'm not going to play anything much into this preseason stuff. I saw a post from somebody on Facebook, mm-hmm. and he said, I wanted to thank everybody for all the insight and breakdowns on a meaningless practice game. And I thought, yeah. oh, that's funny, dude. You can break it down. It's fun to talk about. But the one thing I am worried about, Ted, is I'm still worried. And I know it's preseason. Maybe you don't want to show a lot, but the Vikings still don't have that Brit, they're still running it on fourth and one up the middle and not getting it. And I don't want to see any more of that. I saw enough of that last year. I would love to see the second and third and fourth and fifth team guys execute. I mean, I would. I mean, it got as basic as it was against the Titans. I mean, yeah. it was terrible. Yeah. There's no, like, deep passes or anything. They were just trying to get through the game. I think so. And get away without any injuries. And honestly, if you can accomplish that, unless you get your clock cleaned like 40 to nothing in a preseason game and you – play your starters for three quarters. That's all that really matters, in my opinion. I hope when we have the starters out there, we just, we go for it. We haven't been able to bury teams since Favre was here. Yeah. Zimmer couldn't do it. O'Connell couldn't do it last year. When you're up 20 to nothing on the Bears, you should win that game 42 to 17 or something. Yeah, you should. So he has to prove that to me during the season. He has to go play action on some third and ones and pull out a little trickery now and then, but I haven't seen a Vikings head coach step on teams' throats in a long time. Well, the Vikings have like an 82-game losing streak in preseason or something like that. They've lost like 14 or 15 straight. It's like this ridiculously bad number that people are starting to focus on. Is it just me, or do you think the Vikings – and we're not talking defense because we know that's going to be aggressive. Do you think O'Connell goes too easy sometimes? I think he got protective of a lead at times, thinking – the Vikings defense would be okay and keep that lead. There are going to be times when you're not going to be able to move the ball. It happens to every offense in the NFL every week. I thought there were times the Vikings offense was more disjointed for a longer period of time than they should have been. Now, was that because of it was kind of a new offense early in the season and they weren't all on the same page? Maybe. Well, there's no excuse for that this year. I was going to say, with year two, everybody's in the same offense. There's no changes other than personnel, and it's new personnel having to learn the system. And it's not, I mean, it's important people, but it's not key personnel like Kirk Cousins, like Justin Jefferson, like TJ Hawkinson. I mean, like, look, if TJ Hawkinson can come in and learn the offense basically in three days after he gets traded here and comes out and catches nine passes for 80 yards or whatever it is against Washington, Yeah, Jordan Addison should be able to pick up the offense, and it looks like he has. I want the Vikings' offense to be more consistent. I think they go hand-in-hand. I think the consistency comes with the aggression and the more explosive plays because the more you're on the field, the more you get into a rhythm, the bigger the chance you have to break a play, 
score a touchdown, at least flip field position, whatever, and keep your defense off the field. I think all of that goes hand-in-hand in some regards. Sure. Okay. I am a little concerned about the running game still. I listened to the announcers who did the game, and Ursich makes a lot of good points. I like that guy. Yeah, he does. He talked about Dalvin Cook. You take a guy with that production and that skill and that being able to the big chunk yardage guy, you take him off a team, it's not easy to replace that. And no. he, he went on and on a little bit more about it, but I was listening to him going, that's very true. And I'm excited about the committee running back thing, but I wanted to get your thoughts on, are we going to be able to replace that Dalvin Cook everything? Dalvin, I think, led the NFL in carries for zero yards or negative yards last year. Right. I completely agree with you that Dalvin Cook's home run ability is something that the Vikings are going to have to replace. Can they do it with Jordan Addison? Maybe. I'd like to think that the production that the Vikings lose with Dalvin Cook is going to be made up with a combination of Jordan Addison, Ty Chandler, Kenny Wangwu, and Alexander Madison is going to be a starter. So I don't think you're going to see it in a dramatic way like you would if Jonathan Taylor, for example, was traded to the Vikings, which is not going to happen. I'm just using him as an example. Oh, here we go. When the end of the season rolls around and you add up the statistics of Madison and the rest of the backs and Jordan Addison and the, and the catches he had compared to Adam Thielen and what Dalvin Cook caught out of the backfield last year, you're probably going to find that the Vikings offense at least maintained, if not exceeded, yards and production. I agree with all that, but one more thing that Pete Bursich was talking about, mm-hmm. the Vikings play action game is a lot better than almost every team in the league. With it Dalvin is, yeah, Cook. it is. The safeties coming up, they're all worried about Davin Cook, even the corners. Everybody was worried about him. Do we still have the power to put that scariness with the guys we're going to have now? Is Kirk going to be able to thrive in that play-action game without the stud running back back there? In the NFL, you have to respect the run to an extent. Alexander Madison is good enough back where you have to respect the fact that he may get the ball. Now, is Alexander Madison going to be the guy that's going to bust one against Buffalo or take a screen pass against Baltimore and go 65, 70 yards? I don't think so. I don't think Madison scores on either of those plays, but he flips the field and gets the Vikings in position to score. So as defensive coordinator, you're still going to have to respect that ability that Madison has. I mean, because look, when Madison started, when Cook was hurt, not last year, but two years ago, three years ago, Madison put up good numbers. He put up over 100 yards, and he produced. So, yeah, they're still going to have to respect the Vikings running game, and that is going to open up opportunities, I believe, for not only TJ Hawkinson, but Josh Oliver, and especially Jordan Addison, because defensive coordinators are going to be losing sleep at night over Justin Jefferson. So they're going to do everything they can to neutralize him. I think with our passing game in general, but there's a difference of respecting the play action and fearing it. And with Dalvin Cook in there, they feared it. And that gave Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson a lot of over-the-middle room in those short zones, Ted. It did. I think the difference between fear and respect is about 0.3 seconds in terms of time Kirk has to throw. And that's all that's going to be needed to get a guy like Addison open. I'm not too worried about it, to be honest with you. Okay. Okay. We'll see. And hopefully Madison can run off a string of games where he's a starter and he's a guy every week because he's only been a spot starter there is a difference of respect and fear, though, Ted. If I got in the octagon with you, I would respect you, but I would not fear you. <laughs> oh, you should fear me. I would destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't, because I would go, All right. 
So do we even care about the last preseason game? Is you are you looking for anything? Does it matter? No injuries. We won. No injuries. Okay, good deal. That's all, right. all I look for. So with that, this puts a bow on the preseason. This is the last time our show airs on a Saturday. I just want you guys to know next week we go back to our regular season schedule because it's the regular season opener at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Vikings are going to be wearing those retro throwback jerseys. Our show after today will start airing at 10 a.m. Central Time on Friday to give you enough time to absorb our ridiculousness in time for Sunday's kickoff. <laughs> but one of the things about our regular season show that I love, and this was like Drew's big idea when he pitched this show to me, he said, hey, let's do a big board. Do you remember the old CBS Today show with Brent Musburger and Jimmy the Greek Snyder, and they got the big board with all the different categories? Awesome. I loved it. And so we were thinking about doing the big board this week, and somebody in the comments last week mentioned, but why? It's just scrubs and schlubs. It's stems and seeds, as Drew Bunting likes to say. Guy had a point. (laughs) Yeah. Guy had a point. We can't really break down positions with a bunch of three-string scrubbers. Yeah, but it's still the preseason, so we got to practice. So we're going to do a modified big board this week. (laughs) We came up with some categories that we think are appropriate for the preseason. But next week, when we do our preview against the Buccaneers, the Vikings-Buccaneers game, it's going to be our big board that you've seen in years past. We're going to take it seriously. We're going to give you some thoughtful, reasoned analysis, allegedly, and we'll go from there. You know us, Ted. Always appropriate. Yeah. Never professional, possibly inebriated, but here we are. (laughs) Let's do some big board. Let's let everybody see what that big board looks like. That's what she said. So, Ruby, go ahead and put up the big board. As you can see... Slightly modified, not as many categories as we'll have during the regular season. And, oh, oh, next week, Robert W. Fosworth will be back oh to play music God. game. We got golfers. Go kill the golfers. If I kill the golfers, we're not going to have anybody to play. <laughs> not golfers. <laughs> golfers. <laughs> we're so dumb. All right. The first category Yep. in our preseason warm-up is... NFC North coach you do not want to drink a beer with. Oh, that schlub from the Bears. I forgot his name. Matt Eberflus? That dude comes off as a as like a guy knocking on your door and you open it, he's a Jehovah's Witness. You're like, oh. Woo! Uh, you know what? I would like uh, to have a beer with that Lions dude, the, the knee. Mike Dan Dalton, Campbell? He'd be kind of fun to do some tequila shots with. See, now he's the guy I would not want to have a beer with because Dan Good. Campbell – and for this reason only, Dan Campbell strikes me as a guy that you you get a few belts under him, and he's going to want to pick a fight. Now, Dan Campbell's about, what, 6'6", 6'7", 6'8". He'll win his fight. I'm 5'8". I got two bad shoulders and a bad back. I got one good fight in left in me, but, but I don't want to waste it on covering Dan Campbell's back. So Dan Campbell's the guy I do not want to have a beer with. All right. So you were a big wrestling fan growing up, right? Yes. Do you remember the old Texas street fight, loser leave town match, no holds barred? Yes. So which quarterback in the NFC North wins the Texas street fight, no holds barred wrestling match? Oh, Kirk Cousins, man. Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Jordan Love. Wow. I mean, Kirk's pretty straightforward, probably a smart fighter, but I'd probably go Justin Fields. I would pick Kirk. Kirk's a babyface. In the wrestling lexicon, babyface is a good guy. But 
He could go Hollywood Hogan. He's got Kirko Chains, man. If he comes out as Kirko Chains, he's clearing the ring. I'm going with Kirko Chains. Who's getting their ass kicked the most? Probably Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah. Well, no, Jordan Love. I would say Jordan Love. As Mike Tyson say, get pounded into Bolivian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a few awards to give out, too. This one is the Justin Fields Award for the best running back in the NFC North. <laughs> oh, man. Who are the running backs in the NFC North? I'm going – let's call Madison to be the best running back. He's got a lot to prove. I, I hate to say it, but Aaron Jones in Green Bay is probably the best running back. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that blowhard. I, I mean, behind Justin Fields, obviously. These guys are all – a distant second behind the best running back in the division, Justin Field. All right. Our next award is the J.C. Treader Award, and that is the award to which free agent offensive lineman will the Minnesota Vikings sign next? I'm going with Dalton Rister because he's the flavor of the month this year. Oh, it's got to be Reisner. It's got to right. be Dalton Reisner. He's a runaway with this category, Ted. He's a runaway. All right. Our last individual category award will be the Chad Beebe Award. This goes to the wide receiver that has absolutely no business making the Minnesota Vikings final 53-man roster, but will. It's got to be that clutch last week who kept dropping the ball. Who was that? Pro? I'm going with Dan Chisina. I'm going with that pro guy. He's as bad as Beebe. Blake Pro. that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Blake Pro. Yeah. You know what's funny? Chad Beebe and Blake Pro. their fathers were both great NFL players. They were. Both played with a lot of heart, those two, but these guys don't. Uh, yeah, it's a generation guy. thing, Ted. I'm telling you. So, which NFC North team will end up with the most wins? Who's going to win the division? I'm still saying the Vikings defend it. I am too. Look, Bears are still going to be bad. Packers, I think, are going to be terrible. The Lions, until they're not the Lions, are still the Lions. They're kind of everybody's preseason darlings. But I think the Vikings. Look, yeah, they were 13 and four. I don't think they're going to have as many wins. I just think it's going to be tough to win that many one-score games like they did last year, but I still think they're going to be a better team. The Lions do play with attitude, and now they have the, the talent to match the attitude. We'll see if they can put it together. And then finally, our last category, the NFC North team with the most arrests. It's got to be the Bears. Yeah. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a rap sheet on the Bears roster. By Halloween, they're out of it. Let the DUIs begin. <laughs> The Bears are going to have at least 15, 20 arrests. Probably. All right. That's our preseason big board. Next week, we will be we will be back with our legitimate big board. We've got a couple of minor changes from last year. We'll unveil them next week, but we can't wait to get back at it when the uh, Vikings host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week Dude, one. it's here. It's here at TCF Bank Stadium, brother. Can't wait. So with that, we'll take a quick break, and we will come back with trivia with Hattunes. The kidding run is pretty much over. How about a nice, cool drink, environment? Just a hard 
bullets in the bush. Nothing to worry about. Freeze, girlfriend. Hello, Mr. Gopher. This is Mr. Tiger. I'm gonna let you two guys do the dirty work for me. <laughs> my, my. <laughs> Oh, look, they brought out the weenies. Don't mind this. It's just doctor's orders. Ted and not Drew. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, Tootsis. How are you? And not Drew. I'm good. <laughs> okay, so this week's categories are Caddyshack, That's What She Said, and Viking and Cardinal Players. Love it. All right. So, Caddyshack, self-explanatory questions about the movie for 100. Where is Danny's father going to get him a job if he doesn't go to college? Lumberyard, isn't it? Yes, it is. Good job. Ted Glover. Nice start. All right. right out of the gate. 200. What brand of candy bar causes all the commotion in the swimming pool? It's okay. It's just a baby room. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> duty. There's a duty in the pool. I want this pool cleaned and sterilized. <laughs> Ted Knight. All right. For a sweep, what golfer played Bill Murray's character in an 04 American Express parody commercial? Oh, my goodness. Um... Name me a few golfers, Ted. I don't keep up in that sport too well. So 2004. Ricky something with the weird pant. Tiger would have been at, at the star power peak. Phil Mickelson, maybe. Man, I don't remember this commercial at all. I I, I don't know. I, Let's I'm go thinking... with Mickelson, I guess. Okay. Should have stuck with Woods. Tiger, it was Tiger. There he is. <laughs> uh, I remember that now. Doc on it. Yes, I do. Tiger Woods, when 18 holes aren't enough. Should have went with him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's what she said. This is a category about Caddyshack also. I'm going to give you a line from a female character, and you tell me who said it. Lucy Underall? Elihu, will you come loo for my stretch marks? Oh, that's Smales' wife. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Smales. I did not know that. Good job, Ted. (laughs) Alright. Would you like to tie me up with some of your ties, Ty? Oh, that's Lacey Underall. Yes. Very good. The Chevy Chase, right? Two che- yeah. Two Chevy Chase, yeah. I thought Drew was going to say Lacey Underall just like at the beginning of every question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's not that many female quotes in that movie, so I couldn't find a third one, so you just have to tell me who says this. <laughs> Us! <laughs> yeah, that'd be us. Ted Glover. <laughs> that'd be you. That'd be Ruby that says yes. that to us. Ruby. <laughs> That's what she said. That's Ruby. <laughs> Yay, Tootsie. <laughs> Good job. 
All right, picture puzzles. These are players who were on both teams, and I believe these are all on the current Arizona roster, too. Car- Kari Blessing game. <laughs> For 100, name the player. Chris Connell. Chris Cornell. Um, Chris? I-, I have no idea. Current roster. I, I have no idea. Something Boyd. Chris Boyd. Yes. Chris Boyd. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> You were right, Drew. That is Chris Cornell. All right. For 200, name the player. That's Wyatt Davis. That's Wyatt Davis. <laughs> is that Wyatt Earp? Yeah. <laughs> have, we done, have we done that movie yet? Tombstone? Yeah, we did Tombstone. Okay. I was going to say, if we haven't, we should be fired. All right. Last one for 300. Pat Elfline. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Deuces. All right, Drewster, that'll do it for uh, episode 103. Last preseason game will be in the books. It'll be the regular season next week. We will be airing at on Fridays now for the rest of the regular season and hopefully into the postseason. Friday mornings, 10 a.m. Central Time for our, our weekly game preview. If they've got a Thursday night game, we're going to do a quick turn and burn and try and get something out of nothing else, just the big board. And that's going to be happening quick with the Thursday game, week two in Philly. We are fired up to be back. We made it through the offseason. We made it through the long, cold winter. We made it through the draft. We made it through free agency. We've made it through the preseason. We made it through training camp. We made it, brother. We're back. So don't forget to like, subscribe. Thanks so much for commenting, following along. We are uh, loving the ride, and we are so glad you guys are a part of it. Thanks to you, Drew. Thanks to you, Ruby, for everything you do. I can't think of anything else to say. We'll try to do better the next time. Brother, take us home. Ted, you are the best, bestest host in the business. And I appreciate the effort. Show will be nothing without tunes, but we're all on the same page. And you notice that we've always been on the same page, and I like that. It's a weird page, but we're all on it. I'm excited about this Viking season. Thank you, everybody, for supporting our show. Please like and subscribe because it's football. It's fun. It's Vikings Report with Drew and Ted and Tunces and Christopher Gates coming back for our live show. Yeah, buddy. I am fired up. Let's go, Ted. Say goodnight, Ted. Good night, Ted. Gopher! <laughs> <laughs>